All right, uh, it's time for movies, and I'm joined now by Philip Malloy. Uh, and what I want to ask you about is something returning to Sky that yeah. you want to talk about. Which returning to Sky? There's, there's several things now. First, well, that's all, what I want to get to because I'm very interested. Oh, are you? Yeah. I mean, you're, I thought you weren't interested in Game of Thrones. No, but there's something okay, else okay, coming next ex- week. You're interested in Mad, Mad Men, obviously. Mad Men next Thursday. Yeah. and uh, That's for that last seven, is it? Yes, the final seven um, episodes. As you know, they shot, I think it was 14 together and they divided it up into two sections. And uh, so that's what we're getting. So presumably on the basis of these things, everybody knows what's happened, do they? I mean, I don't want to know. I'd be terrified. But but it's been already. Has it been in America already? Or no, will no, it be? I know. I've, I've, I've been amazed. Um, we, uh, we had John Han on the picture show. Um, um, we had several others, actually. And I was amazed at how, you know, how stunned they all were. That's you know? brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what about your, your Game of Thrones? Well, Game of Thrones um, is back is on the 13th isn't it? it's the 5th series 10 episodes and um, it looks I mean it, to me anyway it gets better and better it's, it's still the, filmed in Northern Ireland in Croatia Northern Ireland Spain right. Um, and, and it's it's I think it's one of the, the most expensive series for television ever done as well. By the way, it's HBO's most successful. It's, it's out sort of lasted the uh, uh, the Sopranos and it's HBO's most successful series so far. All right. OK, so there you go. It's um, and uh, as well, just while we're on TV, um, what, what do you what, what do you make on the Downton Abbey thing? What do you make of it? Well, it's got progressively weaker yeah. as a script yeah. and uh, they're shutting it down yeah. and I think they have to because mm. uh, the last se- the se- or particularly the Christmas Day episode yeah, poor, I thought was poor, very poor. poor yeah. yeah, the thing about it is... I mean, the, the thing now is like all the people downstairs are now turning into entrepreneurs and buying houses and making guest houses and you know it's losing that kind of sharpness between upstairs and downstairs uh, but it, did it ever really get, uh, get, you know come to grips with that with the upstairs and I don't think it did well it didn't come to grips like upstairs and downstairs yeah, did which yeah. was a fantastic series yeah. on uh, on uh, ITV in the 60s yeah. do you remember that no absolutely I do and um, a very well made series actually um, but uh, with Downton Abbey it's uh, okay obviously it was a high class soap George and I've, I've been reading during the week that Julian Fellows who's the creator of it um, they actually ITV actually approached him um, um, about bringing in other writers to work on it and he wouldn't have it. He's oh. doing a he's doing a period series called The Gilded Cage for one of the networks in America, and he wanted to do that. So he okay. seems he seems to have had you know the final say. The other thing is is that I, I, I you never mentioned this to me, and I was just surprised that you didn't that you, you didn't get into it. Endeavor, which is never the, watched it. Okay, Endeavor. A lot of people know Endeavor was was Morse Inspector Morse's first name. Endeavor Morse was his name. Okay, and one of the amazing things about Morse was they did I think something like okay they always did two hour shows like a movie, and they did uh, thirty three two hour sh- um, sh- shows based on books by Colin Dexter. And as you know, John Tall played the character, and John Tall was just wonderful. Uh, eventually, uh, I think it was about two thousand. John Tall quit. 
uh, and he died uh, then. And what they did then was they his his sergeant, he was an inspector, and his sergeant, and it was Sergeant Lewis, and Lewis used to take an awful lot of the grief uh, in the relationship. So he was played by Kevin Watley, and they did a, a Lewis spin-off. And then what they did, I know this whole idea probably doesn't appeal to you, but it works really well. Now they've done a prequel, a prequel series. They're on to the third series of it uh, called Endeavour. And it's a, it's set in the, the reason I thought you might be interested, it's set in the late 60s. And uh, it's uh, they're shooting um, the the third series of four two-hour episodes. At oh, the I must get my hands so, on that. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I didn't realise. It's kind of, it's meeting and drink, uh, eating and drinking. There's everything. a series called Bloodline on Netflix with yeah. somebody, our, which our Tom producer, Newcastle West. Yeah, our producer um, out there, Mark, is, is very into it. I, I've just seen it advertised. I It, seem, it has a great cast. Sissy Spacek, an actress I love, is in it. Um, and so it certainly looks promising from my point of view, but the lads outside are recommending it highly. All so. right. Why would a listener say that Thunderball is the best James Bond film? Well, I don't know. Um, I, I, I got Remind that. me of the cast. Well, obviously, the, um, Sean Connery is uh, James Bond in it. Uh, one of the things about it was that the kind of Bond girl, the main Bond girl in it was to be, uh, what's her name, Welch? Um, Rackel. Rackel Welch. Um, uh, but at the time, uh, 20th Century Fox was making Fantastic Voyage. Remember Fantastic Voyage? And uh, they wanted her for it. So they did a deal uh, with uh, the producers of Thunderball to take her to take her out of Thunderball to, to basically end her contract with him. And what they did was they cast this woman called Claudine Anger, who was Miss France at the time. So they cast her instead of Rachel Welch. Uh, did was, she marry Andy Williams? No, no. I, there, there, there but was a Claudine. No, there, there was a Claudine, a French Canadian um, yeah, singer. Yeah, okay, sorry. And wasn't, she, uh, wasn't she charged with killing um, a skier that she was involved, a champion? Or something. Skier? Yeah, that's, 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 that's the one. Uh, but uh, the, the, I, I think that by that stage, that by, okay, um, uh, Thunderball was the fourth movie in the Bond sequence. And by that stage, I think that Connery was seriously into it. And I don't care what anybody says, Connery is the best. Bond. I think it was a wonderful Bond. He had everything. He had grace. He had he had magnetism. Um, he, he and he, he he really kind of was into the part. Uh, so um, I, I I think that that's why people might suggest that it was the best. We do not go along with it. Do we? Well, you see. I think it got worse, and as soon as Roger Moore arrived, I gave up. Well, that was ridiculous. I gave up, like yeah, well, it, was, on it Roger became Moore. a pantomime then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still. But think you, you could believe in Connery. You could oh, believe yeah. that Connery. I thought Goldfinger was very hard to beat. Yeah, I don't because your man was great, the German fella, and I didn't realize Gerd until Froh. recently that. He was dubbed. Yeah, yes, right. His English yes, right. wasn't good enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, this this actress that I'm telling you about, the Miss France, she had to be dubbed, and uh, she had to be dubbed by the person who had dubbed Ursula Andress in Doctor No. Uh, so all of these people were dubbed. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, yeah. uh, Ian in Dublin, it, the killing. He's just finished the first oh. season. But yeah, it's annoying sorry. him. He, Which, oh, sorry, sorry. I was thinking about the um, um the the movie, the killing there from no, no, the series. Yeah. 
What about what, Well, it annoyed him a bit. I got a bit annoyed by it too, yeah. towards the end. There yeah. was a kind of sense I have to keep watching this, but at the same time, it wasn't the characters great. characters were very neurotic in it. Well, yeah. I thought they were very they were irritating, like, you know. Oh, there's some movies out, and yeah. I tell you, one I want you to talk to okay. me about okay. is it's been getting a lot of uh, advertising on television. Mm. Russell Crowe, the water diviner. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, uh, I've seen it, yeah. And? We, and? Had, um, we actually interviewed Russell Crowe and it was on the picture show last weekend. And um, I, I was up at the Marion Hotel waiting to interview Russell Crowe, right? And everybody seemed to be waiting for him to burst down a door or something like that. But he wasn't like that at all, uh, uh, to be fair to him. He was very articulate. He was relaxed. Um, he had some funny stories to tell. And I, I have to say, I was impressed with him. Anyway, it's the Water Diviner, and uh, he's the director of it, and he's the star of it. And it's about this outback farmer in um, in Australia. He has three sons, and the three sons all go off to fight in the war. In and the Dardanelles, the Dardanelles, Dardanelles yeah. yeah. So uh, the his his wife, when they don't return, is heartbroken, and uh, she commits suicide. And at her grave, he promises her that he'll go looking for the three guys. So that's basically basically it um, after the uh, and he goes to Turkey he goes to, to Turkey uh, yeah after the Battle of Gallipoli he goes is that about 1919 yeah he, yeah. he, he goes off to try and find him right. and uh, it's it's a very handsome movie it's quite competently made um, it's but it's a bit episodic and I suppose ultimately it's fairly predictable um, but um, it, you know, I, oh, I wouldn't turn anyone off seeing well, it. Well, the other one, then, of course, seems to be reissued for the hundred and ten time, which is Blade Runner. Blade I mean, Runner. how many times can they have a new Blade he, Runner? N- n- not only was it reissued, I think he's he he actually has done seven different um, Blade Runners. Really, Scott, he's actually t- tweaked it and done different things with it. And I I actually saw it first um, in uh, the early eighties at the Edinburgh Film Festival. And at that stage, there was an, a, a narration in it, um, in, in this kind of bogey-type, um, film-noir-type narration. And I thought it absolutely slayed it. It just killed it. It was awful. Uh, but he improved it. Uh, uh, he did improve it as he went along. And the one thing about it is it's now generally considered to be one of the most influential sci-fi movies of all time. It's set in Los Angeles in 2013, uh, 2019, George. And um, you see it all. You see the effects of global warming. You see the effects of overpopulation. You see the urban decay. All of that sort of coming together. What The one thing I always find about Ridley Scott, and I've always said about Ridley Scott, is I think more than anything else, he's a production designer. And that's what you get with right. uh, this okay. vision of one of the things he said was that he um, he wanted the guts of these buildings uh, to be on the outside of the buildings. And that's the impression that you get. That's right. the impression okay. that We've started something with Bond. Brent thinks you only live twice uh, was uh, best Bond. Mm. Had uh, that was Shirley Bassey sang theme song, wasn't it? Um, you know, no, that, uh, that was uh, Nazi Sinatra. You only live, yeah. That's oh, m- right. remember the Oriental one, the where the, he goes to China or he goes to. Um, oh to Japan. yeah, yeah that's that the, was really interesting your, because your pal Charles Gray was in it. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Now, the best Bond is Daniel Craig, Paul the Brit says, sorry, without sorry, question. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry, sorry about no that. No way, he's not, he wouldn't be in Connery's class. He wouldn't be yeah. near him. What about the Jinx? He's just, David has just watched the HBO series yeah. called The Jinx. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen Have it. you seen it? No, I, I haven't seen All it. Right. There, there have been reports about it on uh, now, Hollywood Reporter. Can, you reminded me when you said you were talking to Russell Crowe, yeah. the gladiator. Yeah. Your man, the great drunk, died in the middle of the gladiator. <laughs> the, great, didn't he? The, the great drunk, Oliver Poor Reed. Oliver Reed, Jesus! But he was yeah, like yeah, he spent he, most of his no, life drunk. And, and yeah, uh, he was overweight at that stage, and he had a heart attack. And I suppose it was coming for a long so time. So did they have to film so, around that? So, so what they did was, and the reason you're asking this is because of yeah. uh, Paul Walker, who's in. Uh, we'll come to that in a minute. But um, y- yes, that's what they did. They were shooting, I think, in Malta when it happened, um, and. Uh, what they did was they made these d- digital masks. They had a okay. They had a stand-in, obviously, and they made these digital masks to put on the stand-in to suggest that he was. Oh, he, right. he was the. I think he was the. He was running this gladiator school. That's he what was, it was. Yeah, yeah. And he used to. I think it was the the kind of part that Peter Ustinov played. Remember in Spartacus, and um, uh, so th- that's that's what it was. He had a heart attack and. I mean, he he just didn't. He wasn't revived. Uh, he he didn't come back or he didn't return. Um, okay. In, in any way, so. Uh, okay. Well, now, R. James, who's a whiz on the internet on Newstalk.com, he's got uh, five body doubles, CGI body doubles, where they film scenes using yeah, body ahead. doubles. Go ahead. What are they? No, well, I don't know. You'll have to go to Newstalk.com. But 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 the thing about this is they do this a lot with women, where women refuse to go <clears throat> naked. Isn't that right? Well, the, well, the body no, 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 no. I, I know what you're saying. The body double thing is, yeah. is, is, yeah, they do, but that's different from this. And what, and what we're talking about, okay, is we're talking about um, uh, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious Seven is called, and in I think it was November they were making the latest one, Fast and Furious Seven, and in uh, the 2013, November 2013, one of the stars of a Paul Walker was involved in a crash and he died. And uh, he had completed about half his scenes at that stage. Half? Half his scenes. So they had a good bit still to go. Uh, now, th- this, was, this was different in, in that, okay, obviously you're talking about a franchise. You're talking about a series of movies that go back to 2003, I think it is. So there would have been a lot of outtakes and there would have been a lot of extra footage around that they could have used. Uh, so what they did was they got two of Paul Walker's brothers, who I've seen the pictures of, and they're, very, they're blonde, blue-eyed, very much like him. And uh, what they did then is they went to... Um, uh, Peter Jackson's Wita, it's called Wita School uh, Foundry in New Zealand, and they got him basically to develop um, to, um, uh, um, a mask uh, for these guys. Really? So yeah, and it's quite uh, it okay. works. It, it? Well, it, it, the, the thing about the movie, the movie is 137 minutes long, and everything in it, loads of action, just loads of action. But everything, every major set piece is overextended. But um, you don't like it. But no, no, it's okay. I mean, it's. I mean, I, I can see. I can see them. Okay, they're saying, George, that um, that in America this weekend is going to be the best. Going to be, have the biggest opening, uh, April opening in history. So I can see how this would be sold through the trailers to young boys and um, and teenagers um, in America. 
and elsewhere as well. But uh, it's 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 not there's no great story in it. It's uh, it's bang okay. bang 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 right. cars hitting. Yeah, yeah. But the five trick James is talking about Marlon Brando and Superman yes. Returns. Yeah, the yeah, mother. Let's go. Let's go through those one more time. Superman Returns, two thousand six. I think the it was. mother in the Sopranos. He, he plays Jor El. He plays Jor El, and that was two years after Brando had died. The mother. The mother in the Sopranos. Uh, again, she she basically collapsed, and right. uh, and they did a mask for her. Lawrence Olivier in Sky Captain. Yes, yeah, um, uh, yes. All yeah, right, they, they. Uh, Peter Sellers in the Trail of the Big Pink Panther. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Now I didn't know that he was even... that the one where his wife sued them afterwards for using footage. That's... I think it might have been. Yeah. Then Oliver Reed in Gladiator that we talked about. Yeah, but then there's ads as well. You know, yeah. you, you know, George, this Galaxy ad, the Audrey Hepburn one that's on for Galaxy Talk Chocolate. You've seen that, yeah. haven't you? And um, the, the only thing is wrong with it, as far as I'm concerned, is the eye, eyebrows. Eyebrows are too too big, uh, uh, and they, they actually look like they're painted on. Uh, so as well, they used, um, I think it was Grace Kelly and Marilyn Monroe were doing or advertising Dior perfume or something a few years ago. They used her for that, and as well um, in Coke ads, Elvis and Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah, um, all kinds of people have been used. And the All Blacks and Munster in Diageo ads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, um, the uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, what do you think of the Peter Weir film Gallipoli? This follows on the Russell Crowe film, The Water Diviner. Alan and Cork asked, that was a yeah. wonderful film. Yeah, really. it, it is. And, and it and captured Mel Gibson the is in that, by the, Yeah, Mel Gibson is in that, by the way. And it was one of uh, Peter Weir's early films. And Peter Weir, needless to say, is a much better director than uh, Russell Crowe. Um, but I, I, it, it, I think it had great sweep and um, it was very, very well done, well acted, good script. Uh, I thought it was impressive, I have to say. Uh, the uh, what about uh, there's a film called Altman. Is that's not about Robert Altman? No, no, it is. It is. Is it? It is. Yeah, and it's um, it's it's fast a documentary, and it's out here um, at the weekend. In the IFSC, in the IFI, IFI, but I hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, it's, <laughs> hopefully it'll be seen in other places as well. But I spoke to the director of it, a fellow called Ron Mann, yesterday, and I asked him why did he decide to do it at this stage. I'm kind of looking for a reason, and uh, he he said his children. I said, what do you mean? He said. I have four children and they've never seen a Robert Altman movie. And I said, what age are they? Four children up to 24 years of age and they haven't seen MASH and all those other great Go Robert Altman movies. Yeah. So he said, that's why, that's why he made it. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, it's, very, it's, 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 um, it's very informative, lots of great information in it. And he's very informative, I have to say. Um, but George, one thing about, um, about MASH, for instance, is he, he, he started off, he was born in Kansas City. Um, he, joined the, he joined the American Air Force during the Second World War. And uh, then he came back and he worked in an advertising agency in California. And then he went down to his hometown, Kansas City, again. And he started to make these industrial shorts. I think he made something like 65 industrial shorts. And eventually he, he, he drifted into uh, network television made all kinds of shows like uh, Lawman and uh, Combat and those, uh, show Combat called, was great, great. great. And he the was, fella in yeah. Combat died in a Vic helicopter Morrow. accident. Vic Morrow. Vic Morrow. Right. Yeah, yeah. Listen, before we leave dying actors, yeah. 
do you remember the fella in Three Musketeers? Didn't he die? The English fella, chubby sort of yes. comedy actor. Yes, 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 I know. He, he, it was, he was very upper class. You yeah. Know? Uh, um, and he died, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, um, what's the name of the film from the 70s with Oliver Reed and Ian McShane? Emmett wants to know. Oh, yeah. Um, it was... That was a kind of a crime in, movie, yeah, was no, it? I, actually, I think it was partly set in, in Dublin. Remember at, that one, remember at that time when they used to, when they were doing prison pictures or park prison pictures? They'd come over they'd here. They'd come over here. That was one of those. All right. Roy Kinnear is the fellow oh, we Roy need. Roy Kinnear. Who yeah, died. Right, yeah, you? absolutely. He was All making right. the musket. Yeah. Well, Hold a while. I had to stop the car to text in, he says. Connery's awful, he says. Connery's awful. Yeah, oh, defeating all his opponents with single judo chops. Uh, able to tell the no, temperature. Can, can, can I just answer that? I, I say, he's, he's one of the, the very few that could give you the impression that he was able to do this kind of stuff, that he was capable of killing people, that he was capable of fighting people. Yeah. And when he walked into a scene, he walked in with grace and conviction. He was just the best, easily the best. Your man thinks Daniel Craig. But he really criticises Connery as, do you remember the submarine movie uh, when yeah. he was in Russia? Yeah. He, he criticises him for doing it with a but Scottish yeah. accent. But I think I, we, no, We've heard that again and again over the years, George. And uh, I think I Connery is absolutely right yeah, yeah, so to well. stick with his accent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want him to say, we have ways of, of making you talk. And the we have ways of making you talk, That what that does is it attracts attention to the fact that you're acting. Yeah, it undermines correct. everything you're doing. All right. You know? All right. Did we get the name of the film in the 70s, Oliver Reed and Ian McShane? Did we? Um, it was directed by a guy called uh, Douglas Hickox. All right. Um, and listen, we'll try and think of it, but quickly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when is the good wife back on RTE? Uh, Thomas, well, it's flying along on, yeah, I, on I, I, more I, four. We're well into it on more four. Oh, well yeah, into it. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about 22 episodes. I'd say you're on 14, are you? You're I'd around say there. so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about the series, Fortitude? Martin and a lot of other people. I started well, it's off. It's not boring. It's not boring. No, it was boring. Oh, it was boring. Well, I start. I watched the first two episodes, and I kind of got Gorgeous lost. Yeah, I kind of got lost after that. Yeah, we'll try and get Prisoners' Wives, the best thing on television. Oh. Do you know it? No, I know. Listen, you have um, somebody wants to know about the airport on DVD. Yeah, Can well, you help them yeah, out? well, airport is definitely. I actually have a copy at home, um, directed by a guy called George Seaton, uh, produced by a famous guy called Ross Hunter, and as you know, it starred Burt Lancaster, it starred um, uh, Dean Martin, Jacqueline Bisset, uh, Gene Seberg, all those. And by the way, now while we're talking about Bond. If you are interested, really interested, you will see in Airport the first ever actor to play James Bond on, on television or cinema. A guy called Bar Barry Nelson is in. Barry Nelson. Is, Barry Nelson yeah. is, is in uh, Airport. And uh, um, so you can you'll see him there if, if, if you're interested enough. Anyway, it's airport and airport, as you know, st uh, from the beginning of the 70s was the start of the disaster movie um, sequence. George, remember that? Yeah. And it yeah. was it was kind of it was based on a book um, by uh, Arthur Haley, wasn't it? Arthur uh, Haley. Haley. Yeah, yeah. He wrote tons of, books. of those kind of books. Yeah. yeah. What he used to do, as, as far as I could see, was he'd, he'd soak himself, say, in the motor car industry or in this kind of industry. And then he'd basically he'd, he'd, he'd make a 
I don't know, a fairly predictable kind of storyline uh, to, to draw us all into it. Um, but Airport was, there was a series of, or throughout the 50s, there was a series of kind of uh, airplane movies. Uh, five came back. Uh, that was remade, I think, as Back from Eternity. No Highway in the Sky. There was one, uh, do you remember that John Wayne one, George, the, the High and the Mighty? Oh, uh, yes, remember he I was do, a disgrace, yeah. the Grace Pilot in it. There's a lovely yeah. theme song in it, by the way. I uh, was trying to find uh, that Ian McShane movie. I can't find it. Uh, oh, here it comes. Sitting Target, Sitting 1972. Target. Sitting Target, yeah, yeah, Sitting Target. Yeah. That's it. So, um, anyway, now, uh, that's the, uh, it, it is possible. The answer to the question is it is possible, possible to get here. Now, before you go, there's one movie left while we're young. Yeah. That was a Cliff Richard movie. Well, while we're young, was it? No, 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 might have been. It might have been the young ones. The young ones. The young ones. Yeah. And um, while we're young is made by Noah Baumbach. Noah Baumbach is the guy, the writer director. He's he's, he's considered to be the sort of um, the new Woody Allen to some extent. If, that, if that's like, uh, I'm not a. It's a fairly predictable way, I suppose, of putting it. But anyway, he is. He, he writes comedy and he writes drama, a mixture of both. He's he, he, he famous for one called The Squid and the Whale. He did one called Greenberg and Francis Ha. And now he has, has this one out. And it's basically, it's about the effect uh, that uh, two, a middle-aged couple, um, uh, uh, the, the effect that they meet this kind of young hipster couple and, and they decide that they want to be like them and that's 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 what it's about it's about the effect that they have on and it's, I think it's droll it's insightful um, it has a point of view and I have to say I, I, it's very right. human it's very human and I'd highly recommend it we missed our big time with Fortitude it's amazing listeners are oh, saying yeah. but here's one for you yeah. I thought I'd seen everything Woody Allen did and then there was a thing on last night or the night before uh, on the telly with John Turturro. Yeah. And John Turturro was a... He played a, a gigolo in a it. A gigolo, gigolo yeah. 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 Gigolo. Was that a good it's, movie? It's well, Torturo, I didn't like it now, I must you No, know, well, Turturro, uh, I think he wrote and directed it himself. And uh, him and Woody Allen would have known each other a long time. So he approached Allen about appearing in it. And Allen decided he'd, he'd help him out. Uh, but it didn't amount to much. It didn't amount no, to anything. No, I, yeah. I only got halfway through it. Yeah. I was really disappointed. Mm. Anyway, on the picture show this week, we have Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. And... Um, uh, and we also have um, Kevin James. Kevin James is a, an American comic actor who's in these these Paul Blart mall cop ads. But he's very he's a very funny guy. So we have the two of those on. All right. I was watching Fort Apache with John with Fonda and Wayne. Yeah, week. yeah, yeah. I actually, it's you, amazing no, how well, they stand up. No, it is, and you don't hear. And uh, Fond is very good in it. Uh, you you don't hear much about those now, but I think that's one of John Ford's best films. But Fonda is magnificent yeah, in it because yeah. he also plays against type. type As he yeah. got older, yeah. even then, he always was playing sort of. You know, he was young Mister Lincoln. That was. was the, a, I think that was about nineteen thirty nine. That's an awful yeah. long time ago. Yeah, and. Uh, it, it it's I think it's part of the is it part of the cavalry trilogy? He made a trilogy yeah. of movies at that stage. Four did, and that's part of it. Uh, but as you say, he was playing against Fonda was playing against type. He was unsympathetic, um, and the sympathetic role in it was played by Wayne. That's right. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. And and all and the, all the regulars were in it. Ward Bond and all, all those of guys, they yeah. were all in it. Yeah. Apparently, there was another fellow now who spent half his time out of his mind. Ward Bond. Oh, stop. If you read about Ward Bond, Ward Bond was a raving right-wing lunatic. Uh, 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, look, I've good news. Uh, Ruth Hanley is on her way to the shores of Loch Allen to stay in a bespoke shepherd's hut with her and her family. Well done, Ruth. Uh, she correctly answered Harry Gleeson. The What's on the picture show again? Uh, Viggo, Viggo, Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen and Kevin James. Uh, but we've lots of other stuff as well. Oh, of course you yeah. have. 